Live from New York, the show that thinks Bill Belichick would make a great orthopedic surgeon. It's first things first. On today's show, Lamar Jackson has more touchdowns than most NFL teams. Brew tells you why betting on himself, Lamar that is not Brew, was the right decision. Yeah. Meanwhile, we get yet another update on Dak's hand. Nick will tell you why the Cowboys are bad at managing the clock and injury timetables. And finally, <laughs> up late into the night alongside the committee, burning the midnight oil. Man. It is the return of the second best segment in all of sports besides when Kyle Brandt and Peter Schrager go down and dress as Wall Street guys. It's their turn okay. of next year. <laughs> it's a great segment. Yeah, that is a great segment. They're in character. Regardless, <laughs> alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wiles. Yeah. Nick. Yeah. Was there any change in the team? Oh, there was a change. There was controversy. I almost resigned my position in wow. anger wow. because wow. of a forced change at the top. But I stand wow. in charge of naming the tiers. We'll discuss it in an hour. Okay, thank goodness. You wanted to remain wow. biased, no. as always. No. Good, good job, committee. We start we with Rogers' legacy game what part two. He has. We don't talk about that enough. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> it's America's team, the New England Patriots, head to Lambeau on Sunday. Here's the greatest coach in the history of organized sports with some compliments for Aaron Rodgers. Take a listen. Really no, no weaknesses with the player at all. Tremendous amount of experience, game, situation, management, and savvy. He's as good as there is. Glad he's in the NFC and haven't had to face him more than we have, but he's, he's always been a problem. That's very nice. Yeah, it's a very, very nice. Are you buying those compliments? Well, I, I, I buy that Bill Belichick believes almost everything that he's saying. Really? But Rodgers has one clear and obvious weakness, and it was on display in their playoff game. It was on display in the last regular se- in the last two regular season games where Rodgers played the Bucks as recently as this weekend, which is if something goes awry. Unlike the other greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen, not only does he not rally from it, he tends to unravel because of it. And we see this. It's, to me, his only weakness as a player. I think when things are going well, Mm -hmm. he plays the position as well as any player and maybe better than any player ever. But why is he not Tom Brady? Why is he not Patrick Mahomes? Because those two guys, their best moments – have come when things have gone poorly. 28-3, to what immediately preceded that? A pick six. And Brady, by the way, threw a pick in, Super, in his second Super Bowl victory and then led two game-winning drives. Mahomes down 24 nothing. Mahomes down 10 in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. Rodgers, on the other hand, can be ahead and have something go awry. And it short-circuits him. Look at last week, Brew, against the Packers. What happened? All that changed was Aaron Jones fumbled. Rodgers was dealing. They were about to go up 21 to 3. Aaron Jones fumbled, and all of a sudden they did nothing. Where have we seen that before? Well, how about the playoff game last year, Brew, against the Niners when Mercedes Lewis fumbled? Look at those numbers. Or how about when Brady and uh, the Bucks played Rodgers the first time and they go up 10 0? And then he makes a mistake, and it's 38 straight points for Tampa. So that is, I don't think it's going to come into play this weekend because with respect to Wilds' Patriots, I don't think the Patriots are going to have enough firepower. But he does have a clear weakness that is similar. Peyton had something similar to this as well, which is why Peyton, as great as he is physically and talented mentally, 
is not the greatest quarterback ever when he probably should have been. When things go, when something goes wrong, Rodgers doesn't pull together, he goes apart. And that's, so yeah, I, I disagree with Belichick. Well, yeah, I disagree with Belichick too. Because look, physically, a lot of it he talked about physically. Physically, Aaron Rodgers has everything you will want sure. in a quarterback. All right, unless you think you're going to get Lamar Jackson and Patrick yeah. Mahomes combined. Yeah. But outside of that, I mean, he's got the strong arm. He can make every pass. He can throw in the pocket, outside Ooh, the pocket. Comes. He's athletic. He's mobile. Every, he's tough. Physically, he's got it all. But I'm with Nick. And to your point, Nick, he's got 27 game-winning drives in his career. That's below Brad Johnson, Vinny Testaverde, Kerry uh, 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 Collins, Andy Dalton, they got more game-winning drives than Aaron Rodgers. He's tied for 27th with Brad Johnson, okay, on that list. So that – but I think it's more than that. I don't think it's just when things go awry. I think what you're saying overall is he's, he lacks the intangibles of the greats, the Tom Brady's, the, the Joe Montana's. And what you're saying is just one part of it. I don't think he's a great leader. I think he's developed into his own man. That's mm -hmm. for sure. sure. But I don't think that means you're a great leader. I don't think he's got the personality where his teammates are like, we're going to run through a wall for you. I mean, Devontae Adams, the fact that he left, and I think it was a mistake on Devontae's part. It certainly looks like it right now. But he left Aaron Rodgers. Rob Gronkowski wasn't leaving Tom Brady. He won't play with another quarterback other than Tom Brady. And so I think that's a sign. I've talked about the NFC Championship games. A guy that never throws interceptions. Big that's moment. Gets, nine touchdowns, eight perfect. picks. Because it's not going to go perfect. And the, to me, the most wild, the most damning part of it is the last, those two games I showed you, it, those mistakes didn't flip the game. The Packers were still dominating right. the game. It was just interesting going up 21 to 3 or 14 3. And it's not just the numbers. You see it on his face. You see it in his body language. It's the air goes out of the balloon. In the playoff game against the Niners, the Niners never took control of that game. It was a blocked punt, right. which gave him, but it was the Packers stopped. As soon as something, there was a little, you know, pothole, it's just the whole car goes off the tracks, and there's a history of it. So, and I'm not trying to bash Aaron Aaron Rodgers no. is one of the greatest players to ever play. But the reason he is not anywhere close to the discussion for the greatest player to ever play is this one very clear and obvious flaw. So hey, it feels like – go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you mentioned Peyton Manning. At least Peyton Manning got to four Super Bowls. Sure, of course. Okay, Because that's the thing, like, in the future, Wilds, decades yeah. from out, the future Nick writes, and you'll still be around, maybe bald, you know, talking about this, but you'll talk about it. Why did Aaron Rodgers only go to one Super Bowl? Go to, not win, go to one. Now, maybe he'll go to one this year. We'll see. But right now, he's been to one Super Bowl. It is because of these lacks of, lack of intangibles. And against Brady, more big games, right? I mentioned the FC title game. In five games against Tom Brady, the guy that never throws interceptions has four interceptions. That's saying something to me. I told you legacy game. You guys made fun of me. Last week. I said, like, now he's going out now. You did say Bringing that. It up. That's what I said. Uh, all right, so we're at 10,000 feet. I'll bring it down to this year. I think you touched on it that he just straight up misses Devontae Adams. That we've seen Tyreek leave, and I don't think Mahomes like really misses Tyreek that much. The ball's They're not as explosive, around. though. They are, but, it, but it's not It's not a disaster. You're not no. struggling. It's right. not, yeah. 
This, these are Aaron Rodgers' stats this year. 684 yards. He's 21st in the NFL. Those are fewer yards than Geno Smith. He's got four touchdowns, tied for 13th. It's fewer than Joe Flacco. Yards per completion, 10.1. It's 24th in the NFL. It's worse than Davis Mills. So this offense is not cooking like it used to. Combine that with you saying if something goes wrong early in the game, I think we've got an upset brewing. Oh. It, it, I mean, it feels like it. You're right there. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm ingesting your take, and I'm giving it I'm, back to you. I'm not there. It's this it, to me is not about this week where the Packers are ten point favorites as they should be uh, over the Patriots. And I'm not trying to bash your Patriots. I know bashing. it's a tough time. You guys are in, you know, the year two of a multi year rebuild. I understand. Um, we'll the, yeah, yeah, real it's going to take real a while. talk. I mean, yeah, Sorry, it's well. like it's fine. It's not real. It talk. takes time. And you're not. Uh, sorry, so it's a double whammy of no. It is the right now. You look across the NFC, and I, the Eagles are a nice story. I don't believe they're a championship level team. My pick to go to the Super Bowl is now quarterbacked by a, a guy I clearly don't believe in, in Jimmy Garoppolo. Right? The Bucks are as banged up on offense as any team is on either side of the ball. The, the Packers. There's every reason to say Thank you. The, the Packers should go to the Super Bowl. They've been knocking on the door for multiple years. They have a very good defense. They have Bakhtiari's back. All of these things scream Packers Super Bowl. The reason that even given what we've seen over the first few weeks, I can't go there is because I know it's not going to be an easy road. There is going to be, come the postseason, a moment or two or three of adversity and as great as Aaron is, I don't trust him to pull the team out of it. I trust him more to turn into the skid than turn out of the skid. I'm actually not sure what you're supposed to do, but you know what I mean. It's, it's weird. It's, it's a little not. counterintuitive. Yeah. It, that's I'm not a professional <laughs> driver. But the, and that's why I can't be with Bruce pick of the Packers in the Super Bowl because I don't think it's going to be an easy road. I think they are a team that when it looks good, it looks Great. And it's like, how does this team ever, you know, how do they ever not score touchdowns? And then you see them go two and a half quarters, seemingly struggling to get a single first down like they did against Tampa and holding on for dear life. Well, look, and you mentioned I picked the Packers to get to the Super Bowl, which might sound crazy based on what I just said about Aaron Rodgers. But looking at the NFC, to your point, I was like, Brady doesn't have his weapons typically that he usually has. And it Who's feels like eventually NFC you got to break through. The AFC, NFC West, right. It's wide open. There is no excuse. Even missing Devontae, there is no excuse for Aaron Rodgers not to get to the Super Bowl. Now, I hope he proves me wrong. All that stuff I just said about the lack of intangibles, if he wins it this year, that'll be gone by the wayside. Two Super Bowl wins equals Peyton Manning. Probably maybe the greatest uh, regular season quarterback ever. So all that goes out the window. But prove me wrong. Aaron Rodgers, prove me wrong. Oh, wow, wow. Prove me wrong. Looking into the camera. Wow, yeah. that's a Challenge. big deal when you look right in front of the camera. Prove me wrong. Go on McAfee and all that. Prove a brother wow. wrong. Wow. I'll wow. be happy. Well, wow. calling out his other media appearances. Yeah, that's a big deal. Personal, Just saying. Bro. No, I'm not. Uh, can I do it, too? Can I do it? I'm pulling yeah, for it. I want my Don't prove to be wrong. right. Don't prove him wrong. <laughs> Lose to the Patriots this weekend. Uh-oh. Oh, it's, it's a battle of looking into the camera. Let's look into the gym and send this to break. In our next block, oh, this is a good one. Lamar Jackson. I wish this highlight wasn't against the Patriots. We could have shown maybe some 
you know, Dolphins highlights when he was doing well. But regardless, talking Lamar next. Someone get bruised some ayahuasca tea. Let him lead with love. <laughs> yeah, that's no, no. This episode is brought to you by U.S. Bank. If you ask me, nothing goes quite together like football and food, especially in the fall. College football on Saturday, the pros on Sunday, and the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card provides the perfect way to earn rewards. Whether watching your team with other super fans at a local eatery or in the comfort of your own living room. Earn four times points when you dine out or have food delivered. Maybe order a pizza and watch the big game on that big TV of yours. Plus, earn two times points at grocery stores, which is great if you're tailgating at the stadium with hot dogs and hamburgers. Even getting to the game can be rewarding as you'll earn two times points at gas stations and EV charging stations. Go to usbank.com slash altitude go to learn more about how you can earn 20,000 bonus points worth $200 if you spend $1,000 in the first 90 days of opening your account. Score big with the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Visit usbank.com slash altitude go to apply. Limited time offer. The creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association. Pursuant to a license from Visa USA Incorporated, some restrictions may apply. Lamar MVP. Hmm. Lamar leads the league in passer rating and passing touchdowns. Check out this graphic from Fox Sports. More TDs than all these teams. Wow. Mm. Terrell Suggs, who recently informed me that he wants to be referred to as Sizzle. Sizzle works. Joins us. <laughs> Sizzle's work. Welcome, Sizzle. I appreciate it. Or Sid. Or Sid. All that one. works. All that works. I'm going to go cool. with the more formal Sizzle. I appreciate uh, it. Brew, question is going to start with you. Is Lamar vindicating his decision to bet on himself with his play this year. Is Aaron Judge? Mm. I mean, really? That's that you were going to say that? That's <laughs> that's 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 all y'all were going to say that, 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 that You have an Aaron Judge. No, I don't have an Aaron Judge. No, that's a short segment. I mean, <laughs> that, that's really what we're talking about. You're and, and to be honest, in both cases, too, the question with Judge was, will he stay healthy? And to some degrees, which still remains to be answered, the question with Lamar is, will he stay healthy? Mm. You know? It's the but only if he question. Does, that's the only question. And there were questions, and I, I had brought it up many times on the show, Lamar's passing and rushing numbers. Even though he was good the last two years, they declined. Not just passing, yep. completion percentage, passer rating, mm -hmm. touchdown interception ratio, all went down the last two years. All right, so it was like, okay, is he declining in that regard too? Instead... He has gone the opposite way, and this year, obviously, his passing has improved, and so is the running, which you wouldn't expect this deep into his career, right? Even just right. four years as a running quarterback. But what's happened, because he's throwing it better outside the numbers, they can't stack the box mm. as much as they have in the past, and that's opening up the rushing lanes. So look at this graphic. He is at all of these are career highs. Total TDs, if you go touchdown-interception ratio, career high, leads the league in touchdown percentage, 11%. So 11% oh, of his passes are touchdowns. Passer rating, number one. We mentioned that. Rushing yards per game. A first down, essentially, every time he runs the ball. Mm -hmm. And then total yards per game, rush and pass. And he's averaging two, 250 yards a game passing. That's a career high. 81 yards rushing, a career high. So he's doing it all, and Sizz, I'm gonna say Sizz. I appreciate you. They should have paid him. They, yeah, they should. They should have paid him because they're gonna end up paying him more now. Yeah, that, that, 
Haloti said it best. The longer it takes, the, the higher the price is going to yep. go. And this is very uncharacteristic from Baltimore. They, the organization is known for taking care of its guys. Like, I've never went this deep. Like, I had a, a franchise tag gear. You know, it's all part of the business. But usually, you know, like, a deal's going to get done. I mean, it's not Lamar's fault that they're giving out guaranteed contracts nope. to quarterbacks now. And he's Correct. the best one. He's up. This is his year. You know what I'm saying? So, and like you said, he's improved. Like, every time they try to discredit Lamar as a quarterback, he just proves them wrong. You know what I'm saying? They can't win without him. And no, the no. offense that he's in, you know, Greg Roman, he dominates that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what more do you want him to do? He didn't already play for it, and it's costing you more. You might as well get it done, man. So this is what I don't understand from Baltimore. Because it feels to me like, even though they have built this team around his skill set, uh-huh. they tried to hedge their bet in this negotiation. Like, we believe-ish in you, but uh-huh. not fully. Because they're they, listen, they are when it was Ozzie Newsom, now it's Eric DaCosta. Mm-hmm. They draft as well as any organization across all of sports. Mm-hmm. John Harbaugh is super sharp. This is this is a true great organization, and they know absolutely. They and I'm not just saying that because no, you're here. First that, class, they, first class right. they know that Lamar Jackson with the fran- the exclusive franchise tags, 45 million next year. 55 million the year after. That'd be 100 million fully guaranteed for the next two seasons. Things free agent. So why did, couldn't they come to terms? The answer can't be well. As good as he is in the regular season, he hasn't proven it in the playoffs. Kyler hadn't. He got his deal. Thank you. Deshaun uh-huh. Watson hasn't done more in the playoffs than Lamar. Uh-huh. He got his deal. Uh-huh. When Josh Allen got his deal, he had two career playoff wins. Lamar has one career playoff win. Uh-huh. So that. So the precedent has not been, well, you got to do what Mahomes did. You got to win a Super Bowl on your rookie deal, and then you'll get paid. That's not what it is. But everything the Ravens have done, not just in the negotiations, Wild screams to me, we love you, but we don't know if we want to be with you forever. Because think about how Mm. they built their team. Can we show the league leaders in touchdown passes? I think it's a good indication of how much people actually love their quarterbacks. So, Tua, I don't know how much they love him or not, but I know they went and got him weapons. Mm-hmm. Mahomes, they, they just lost Tyreek, but they, he had all the weapons in the world forever. Josh Allen went out and got Stephon Diggs. Lamar's two leading receivers this season in their career before this year had less than 1,000 yards combined right. and three total touchdowns. So, they didn't get him wide receivers. In fact, they traded away his wide receiver, and they didn't pay him. Does that scream to you a team that actually believes they have arguably the best quarterback in football because it's not what it says to me and it that's the bizarre part of this whole thing they did draft Bateman's first round pick was it yeah last year they they tried to get received they tried to get Galladay Mm. they tried to get Juju they tried to get T.Y. Hilton all those guys took less money to leave so it's not just and and this is but they also actively traded Hollywood Brown well but he He wanted wanted out out. he was talking with D Hop about getting or um with uh Kyler about getting out of there it's not just – and I've been victim to this too mm-hmm. because I have grown up my whole life thinking you could not be primarily a running quarterback and really be great in this league for a long time. Right. Okay, and, and granted, he's still got many years to go. But I think receivers believe that too. 
Because they, they have not wanted to play with him because they didn't think they're going to put up big numbers. But I think going forward, that may change as you see how he's improved as a passer. It's definitely. I, I don't think it's just Lamar. You know, it's also like Greg okay, on the, the offense. offense. You okay, know what I'm saying? Fair. Like, it's not built around receivers and him throwing it, you know, throwing the ball 40 times. You know what I'm saying? That's a, I, I think that has something to do with why the receivers didn't That's really flock to, you know, Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to? Gonna be in the playoffs every year. You know what I'm saying? That's that's another reason why they should play him, pay him. And the quarterbacks you mentioned, none of them also are league MVPs. Now, Baltimore had a lot of MVP. They had offensive MVP and defensive MVPs. Never a league MVP. Yeah. They only got one. And it's the guy that's on the center right now. They they they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot. It, you know well, look, the owner has said he doesn't want to pay a fully guaranteed oh, deal. Man. That's what this comes down to. He's gonna and have I, to now. He's going to have I mean, to. They might try to franchise him the next two years. Uh, that'd be, that'd be a he doesn't want part. Like, he's fundamentally against it. All right, oh. Sizzle, so, so I have a question for you. Uh, Ed Reed was on uh, uh, yeah. Kevin Clark's yeah, slow um, great job mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. It was excellent. And they were talking about when Ed was in a contract year that Ed had changed his style of play. Nah. With the idea to protect himself. Nah. But he I'm said he did. No, nah, he, he, I don't think Ed uh, changed his style of play. You know, he still, he still was the ball hawk. Still, you know, was the greatest safety ever. Like, we had, once we crossed the line, you know what I mean? We only had one way that but we can played. It be, can it, you know so what I mean? Last week against the Patriots, and I did a bad job because I should have had the producers pull this, but Lamar had some runs where he just, like, scampered out of bounds like normal. Uh-huh. He had another run where, he, where there was yards there for him mm-hmm. that maybe if he was playing with a reckless abandon, he, he could have bowled over some Patriots. And he kind of sat down like it was musical chairs. Like he was going to, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm down now. I don't, I don't think that's it. I think it's, it adds to Lamar's maturity. Mm-hmm. I think he, he understands that he's tired of hearing that he's a, a running back. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He, he wants to be respected and as a quarterback. he's more valuable than you know I mean? a first down. You know what yeah. I mean? And so I think contract or not, I think that's the smarter way for him to play. Right. I, I Listen, I heard Ed's <clears throat> comments with Kevin as well. Yeah. I look at that as a slightly different uh, from the opposite angle, which is are the Ravens right now by k- k- continuing to run the Greg Roman offense, mm-hmm. which we've heard Steve Young come out and say, I-, I want Lamar to develop yeah. more as a passer. He's not going to win this offense. By mm-hmm. not prioritizing receivers and by not locking themselves into him long term, treating Lamar like an amazing rental car. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to drive the hell out of this thing because I know I don't have to worry about it next week. And that uh, the, mm. Kevin is talking about, or Edward was talking about Lamar protecting himself. Right. I, the reason I don't think – I don't know that he's doing that. It doesn't seem like he's doing that. No, but no. I wouldn't blame him if he was is because that is exactly what the Ravens are doing. The Ravens are not yeah. running the, an offense like, well, we've got to make sure he's around in eight years. They are not building a team like they're concerned about him being around in eight years. They are saying we have this unbelievable athlete that let's just see how great he can be right now, long-term be damned. And that's how they built their team. Yeah. That's the offense that they're running. And he's so spectacular that he's got 13 touchdowns doing it that way. That, to me, is a, another sign that Baltimore, I don't think they're convinced he's their quarterback when he's 30 years old. Well, they're also looking at Cam Newton, who was twice as big as Lamar, and saying he was a running quarterback. And, uh-huh. look, you know, his career was shortened because it took a toll on him physically. So, Dude. I don't think it's Lamar doesn't take those hits. Right. 
That's the difference, but I think they're looking at they're it. They're running that way. Josh Allen like that. I mean, they, I think started, they, 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 they need to chill. They, they, they're going to chill. They, they ain't going to be doing that too much. They ain't going to be doing that too much and longer. And Josh is also way People bigger. People going to have for sale signs in front of their house. Right. That boy yeah, get right. hurt. But <laughs> even, right. That, like, you got to understand, just like I said, like Lamar and Ford, you know, he's made the playoff three out of four years when he got hurt. Ain't Good no job. playoffs. They was eight and four when he got hurt. Didn't win another game. You're not gonna win without him. Like he, whether they want to be in right. denial, he's the guy. And if you look around the league, you can't just go out there and just buy quarterbacks and expect them to produce like like that. Not anymore. And sizzle Ronnie Lott on line one. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh my god. Greatest Lock safety off. ever. Uh-huh. Hey. I'm biased. It's close. It's I'm not. biased. It's an argument. It's I'm argument. biased. <laughs> hey, we're talking about Dak's injury. We've got a brand new update. Yet another one, Broussard. Stay tuned. What about <laughs> Eric Berry, bro? Eric Berry? <laughs> <laughs> no, he is not called. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Uh, Dak might be back. Cooper Rush still undefeated. We got another update on Dak's return, which seems to be sliding all over the calendar. Let's take a listen. Mike McCarthy. They got the stitches out last night, so, you know, so now he, he still has some swelling he has to deal with, and, you know, so once he gets past the swelling and, and the strengthening stage, you know, then he'll get to the point where he'll be able to throw. So, you know, he'll be dealing more rehab this week, and hopefully we'll get the swelling and the strength, you know, where it needs to be, but um, I do not have a timeline on when he, he will start throwing. No timeline, mm-hmm. Bruno. We're all over the map on this one. Maybe got his stitches out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, I, I mean, it tells us he's obviously not playing this weekend, no, which kind of was play. thrown out there. I don't think he's playing against the Rams. You don't no. McCarthy said a lot. He said, look, he's got to get the swelling down first. Mm-hmm. Then you have to strengthen the thumb, whatever that oh, process that's a, is. Oh, the Russell Wilson next take. And then start throwing. <laughs> like, he's a ways away. And I'm going to be honest, with all that Jerry Jones has been saying, the way he's been running his mouth, look, I don't think he thinks he's going to start over that. But I do think he wants to see Cooper Rush against the Rams. I really – assuming they Why? beat Washington, 
I think Jerry is just like I think he meant it when he said he, he wants a quarterback controversy because he's gonna run I the ball he thirty wants times. To see, I mean, <laughs> hey, that's that. If that's getting it done, I think he wants to see what Cooper Rush we, does against the Rams. Why? Lose. We got two of the, we got arguably one of the greatest football defensive players on that team of all time. You know what I mean? And we got a lockdown corner. What what te- what benefits he gonna see? Hey, look. I, I understand you don't think he wants to? to? No. He's trying to, no, he's he trying to really? save that, you know, that, that $160 million no, he gave whole, that. The, like, yeah, let's let Cooper, let Cooper Rush have this a This whole game. thing has been a sham. Okay. And I called it from the beginning, Wilds, and now you're with me on it. I know it. When Dak got hurt, the initial reports were surgery, throwing hand, six to eight weeks. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And all of us were like, oh, Cowboys are done. They're out. And then there was briefly, it was like, you know what? I think it was Rap Sheet. Ian Rapport reported. Oh, optimistic now could be four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. And then Jerry came out and was like, we're not putting him on IR. Mm-hmm. And that day I told you guys that was just to win the press conference. Mm-hmm. That was just to keep the Cowboys in the discussion. Mm-hmm. Because putting him on IR would have only meant he's out through the Rams game. He would have been eligible to come back against the Eagles, which we now know is the absolute earliest he could possibly come back because mm-hmm. he's not playing this weekend, and if he has to do a whole throwing thing, he's not playing against the Rams. Mm-hmm. And what has Jerry done since then? Kept the Cowboys in the news. Oh, Cooper yeah. Rush, I like the quarterback yeah. controversy. Oh, mm-hmm. the whole thing is a nonsense sham. Mm-hmm. And Sizzle got it exactly right. If the Cowboys were a serious organization, you know what they would have, the moment Dak got hurt, turned all their marketing attention to, which us and Stephen A. and Irvin and Undisputed, all the shows help them with? Hey, Micah Parsons is the best defensive player in football. Mm-hmm. He's the best outside pass rusher since Derek Thomas. Mm-hmm. And he's coming for Lawrence Taylor. And mm-hmm. we're going to show you. that. I'm not saying that's not Nick Wright's opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's what the marketing should've push should have been. been. Yeah. Was, you, know, you know why we're okay? Because we have the best defense in football, yeah. knowing that, okay, we've got the offensive line of the Bengals coming up, and then we've got Danny Drops coming up. Mm. We, we, our defense is going to look good. But instead, they played us all like little marionettes. I like, like it. Oh, all, you're familiar with that. The, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, I, I know it all too well, my friend. And it was all about when's Dak coming back, when's Dak coming back. And you know when Dak's coming back? When all the surgeons who watch football tweeted, they were like, yeah, it's a six-week injury. Guess mm. what? The hand surgeons were right. And Jerry's nonsense of, oh, who knows? We're not putting them on IR. It was all a sham to keep the Cowboys in the news. Well, they're in the news. All right, Sizzle, let me give you a, a lose-lose situation for the Cowboys. Okay. Let's say Cooper Rush beats the Commanders. I think, I think we all think. I think we, we, think we will. Think, okay. What if yeah. Cooper Rush goes in and beats the world champion Rams? And, and, and all of a sudden, Jalen Ramsey does one of these, like, uh-oh, I got burned again. Oh, Cooper Rush got me. CeeDee Lamb grabs another one-hander, brings it in. And all of a sudden, Cooper Rush, who has one win under his belt, that Broussard liked to show the graphic, it turns into one win a few, not last He's got week. three now. Well, he's got three. What if he gets to five wins in a row, undefeated, and then you got the mighty Eagles. But Dak's ready to come back. Is there something there? I don't think so. Ooh, something. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Gave, you don't think they'll them. beat them. But if, you don't think, no, I don't they, think there's no quarterback controversy. No, even if oh. they're – he's saying what he means. Even if they win the next – if they are un- – Even if even it, uh, he didn't pay Dak. Nobody – no Dallas Cowboy fan, not even Jerry Jones, believes right. Cooper Rush is going to lead them to a Super Bowl. Remember, they – they want to win. They want to win now. Every Just think, every year the Cowboys are supposed to go to the Super Bowl regardless of sanity. You know what right. I'm saying? 
It ain't no – they paid Dak, Dak, their quarterback. They stalling for time. As long as they can get away with him stealing games exactly and them running the ball 30 times their offensive line, you know what I mean? They're going to do it until they can get their $160 million franchise but quarterback. But so you're saying run the ball 30 times like that's a negative. I, I know. Think I, think they, that's great. I think they should do that when I Dak is back. Great. Yeah, I think that's great. You know what I'm saying? They, they traded Amari Cooper. You know right. what I'm saying? So now it's pretty much C.D. Lamb. And um, it's like that. that is like a good Dak formula. Like Dak isn't Aaron Rodgers either. He's right. not about to carry you with his arm right. that deep in the playoffs. So I think even with Dak, they need to have – that's the, fine, the, but it doesn't matter team. what Cooper Rush does. When Dak yeah. is healthy, no, I agree with team. that. Yeah. Like, that's the – I agree with you. Well, we're not disagreeing. My tone there was in, was incorrect. My, <laughs> we agree on the way they should be playing football, is that they need to recognize our defense is our strength, and teams uh-huh. that have defensive strengths typically run an offense that is risk-averse. And if right. you're lucky, you have a quarterback such as Dak in that situation where if you do – he can make a big play. Dak's a well above average NFL quarterback. Uh-huh. He's probably not the star that the star in his helmet makes people think he is, but he's a very good NFL uh-huh. quarterback. But I don't w- – Wilds, you're big you on – You want to I Well, I've, I, like, I like a little bit of drama. Don't get me wrong. But I also think – we're not dealing with a 100% Dak. Like when Dak will be able to go and when Dak is at 100%, I think are two different time frames. Now, last year we saw Russ was able – he wasn't actually able to He was to not go. able to he was. He, he went out and got in. shut out and threw, completed his 50% YouTube of his passes. Page was down on subs. So it was <laughs> like, let's get out there. But if, if Dak comes to you – you're, you're Mike McCarthy right now. Mm-hmm. And says, you know what? I think I can go. I, I, I'm ready to go. I'm not 100%. If you gave me two more weeks, I'd be at my, you know, you know game one deck. Yeah. But I think I can go. Do you if give I, me the if, ball then? If, if I'm playing the Washington Commanders, yeah. But not if I'm playing Aaron Donald. Okay, that's good. No, what a- about absolutely. the week after Aaron Donald? Wait, so you're, you're saying you would, you would, if, wouldn't if, play if, him if against was, the Rams? If it was three weeks away and we and Dak said I can't go and it's the Commanders, then yeah, okay. I let him go and I don't have a risk of him really getting hurt. But if I'm gonna throw him out there over a two-time Defensive Player of the Year, you know what I'm so saying? So might go the opposite the way. After, hold on, but what if it's the week after the Rams game where you're uh, at Philly? At Philly? No, Philly still got a pass rush too. I'm not finna. I'm not going to base my season, my franchise on one game in Philadelphia. So you're not rushing him back. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bringing hard. him back, no. Yeah. I like the whole Cooper. Not that early. Well, back. Cooper's giving you that cushion, too. Well, he, 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 he's, he's, a, he's a good story. He's fun right Undefeated. now. You know what I mean? He's also not needed. He's three, he won three games. So did he's Kyle Bowler. Kyle Bowler won three games. Bowler, it's right. about Kyle Bowler won three games. It's about What if Eric Anderson won three games? loves the quarterback win. Well, yeah, yeah, I do. I like winning. <laughs> Are you ready to take control of your health and conquer your weight loss goals? Look no further than Factor, your ultimate solution to better eating. Each Factor meal is always fresh, chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. No more waiting around or spending hours in the kitchen. Just heat and eat. It's that simple. Over 35 different options to choose from each week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor ensures you'll never get bored. With more than 60 add-ons to help you stay full and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. With Factor, there's no prepping, no cooking, and certainly no cleanup needed. The best part? 
you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Sign up and save because we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Eat better, feel better, and conquer your day with Factor. So what are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash first things first 50 and use code first things first 50 to get 50% off. That's code first things first 50 at factormeals.com slash first things first 50 to get 50% off. Fuel up, eat better, and achieve greatness. Get started today. Thursday night football, undefeated Dolphins versus the, hey, can someone go get me a bacon, egg, and cheese and, and like a Gatorade as I slowly emerge from my Super Bowl hangover? Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> News on Tua is that he's upgraded to limited. Feels like an insult, but that's just the report. <laughs> Brew, you wrote off the Bengals wrote emphatically. Off, oh, I ate. Emphatically. With my chest. Yeah. If they win... Are you going to go back to believing in the Bengals? Yeah, look, first of all, no, you have the context. I'm, oh, I'm assuming yeah. Tua's playing. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, assume. If he doesn't play all bets. Because you had Miami taking Cincinnati's playoffs. Yes. Spot. That's yes. what it was. Oh, and and, and that, it's they, they're getting context. in the playoffs. Yeah. They're getting in the playoffs. Miami's in. Yeah, they're getting they're in. They're locked they're in. in. Wow. They're not even trying locked to nail in. me down. Can we put an X next to their name in the standings? Let me start with this. Okay. Several months ago on this show, when we were still meeting in the morning, and doing yeah. it from our houses. Yep. Someone on this show, I won't name names, oh, let me hear it. but flip-flopped a pick yeah, NBA finals, during me. a playoff series. Yeah, and I was wrong. I won't say who. No, it was me. I was wrong. But I just, I don't want to be that guy. Uh-huh. I don't want to be the guy that's always every week. But you already did because you flipping. had the Bengals in and out. Yeah, but, and now what do you do? But it was, you know, that was courageous because I, I picked up Bengals. It was courageous because it was just two weeks into the regular season. You are right? a hero. It wasn't like, right, it wasn't week 17 like Nick. That is heroic. So I'm, I'm I'm going to stick with my pick and say no, because I'm thinking the Miami beats them. And then if they're one and three, you still thinking they're making the playoffs? Hold on, but that's not what the question is. The question, the question is, what a so I have to assume they're going to beat I mean, yeah. that's the whole we Because Tyree Hill is talking trash. Tyree Hill is serious. He's going he's going to back up his word. Brew is He said Eli Apple, I got something for yeah. you. Yeah, that's great. He owes him okay. every almost everything. He two is not better than Patrick Mahomes. Everything Thanks. else that Tyreek has said has been true. Well, has we'll been see. right. We'll see. So he far, said a lot so of things about wheelbarrows. I, I, that I'm going to say this. I'm still out. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> aside from I'm that, still I out. don't know. I'm still out. Here, listen. Okay. Cincinnati, I had going to the playoffs for the season. Okay. And I courageously didn't change that when they were 0-2. <laughs> And I'm not changing it now. Good for you. Especially because they're going to win on Thursday. Good for him. Miami, listen. Miami... What they have done is super impressive, and we'll talk about them, I assume, extensively during the committee's tiers in about 15 minutes. Yes. Beating the Ravens, beating the Bills. But there is a reason that they are bigger than field goal dogs this weekend or tomorrow in Cincinnati. Cincinnati also, when it comes to them making the playoffs, if we can show you their schedule, since, and now, oh. Coach, we're allowed to talk schedule. Okay. After these two weeks... How does Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Jacoby Brissett, my guy Baker Mayfield, a bye week, Mitch Trubisky or a rookie, Ryan Tannehill sound as far as a get-right quarterback run in the middle of your schedule? 
That and last column. The, no, the last column is aside from the Patriots. Okay. There's no right. easy the game. Last column. No, the last three. column's tough, which is why Cincinnati's got to get rolling. But what they and a lot of the AFC has going for them is the AFC West, which some people were like, could all four AFC West teams make the playoffs? The AFC West might end up being a one playoff team division. We'll see if the Chargers get healthy, but the Raiders are winless, and we know the Broncos stink. What? So the Bengals are very alive, and I think right now they are more likely than not, not only to win Thursday, Coach, but to make the playoffs. Well, first of all, I'm probably not going to use the bar that you guys have set for courage to teach my okay. kids off of. Right. I don't know, I know yeah, that, no. that's totally courageous. Take either picks or change your pick or whatever it was. In, in terms of, of Cincinnati, and I've said this before, we, we teach guys how to deal with adversity all the time, but it's hard to learn how to deal with success. And, and that's a problem with you win the Super Bowl or you learn the Super Bowl everything is different the next year. And you go through this process, especially early in the season. And early in the season is always tough, too, because you're figuring out who you are. But you have to realize you've got to do all those things that you did well the year before equally as well, if not better. And typically it has to be better. And Cincinnati has been a little bit of a victim of that. Now, I do think with their biggest problem has been sacks, and they tried to address that in the offseason with the pickups they made in the O-line. And a lot of that, though, is on Joe Burrow and him understanding – that you've got to – it's okay to live to fight another day. It's okay to throw the ball away. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, they, they, they all do it. You don't have to make a play every single time. And when they understand how to deal with success, and, and when Joe did a better job this, this past weekend of, of not getting sacked, of avoiding sacks, I think they're a, a very dangerous team. And with Miami, it's, it's, it's been a great run, early run. But it's been an improbable run in a lot of ways, too. They really probably should have lost last game. They probably should have lost the game before. And so let's well, see if let's lose the Patriots. Let's let's see if let's see if that let's see if that <laughs> magic well, that's that magic that lightning in the bottle they've caught here early if if it's truly sustainable. Okay, so can I show you a graphic, Coach? Because I love the, graphics. Oh, you're, you're in luck then. <laughs> Thank because you. Because we've got a great one. Awesome. So this is percentage of team receiving yards since the merger. So we've got. Uh, Bruce and Kennison, they got Smith and Muhammad, you got Tyreek and Waddle here. So they're catching 71% of their balls. So I've got an idea, Coach, that we, we are two great defensive minds here, and I've got, you know, <laughs> you're more, uh, you know, hands in the dirt. I'm more theoretical, but okay. together, good combination. So against the Patriots, Tyreek had 94, Waddle had 70 in TD. Try to stop them both, won't work. Against the Ravens, Tyreek had 192 TDs. Waddle had 171, two TDs. Try to stop them both. Again, won't work. Against the Bills, Waddle had 102. Tyreek had 33. Is it within the realm of possibility that when you go out to try to stop both guys, you fail? But can you say, you know what? Let's just take away Tyreek and, and let Waddle cook and just deal with it. Or let's take away Waddle and let Tyreek cook and let's deal with it. Is that... No, that's, I, I'm, you know, I'm a theory guy. I, I love, I love your there. theory. And, and what I think you, you want to do is you want to mix up who you're taking away on different drives. <laughs> so the, ideally, you're, you're going to double team them both at different points during the game. You can't, well, it's, hard to, it's hard to double team them both at the same time because now you've got a seven-man box and the yep. running game is an issue. But give to, give to a look where it, it seems like you're taking away Tyreek and then switch it up and, and take away Waddle and keep mixing it up so that he has to come out each series 
and figure out, okay, who's getting doubled, who's not getting doubled, and you can even mix it up w- within the series and see how well he processes things after the ball snapped. Love it. I want to talk, go back to what happens here if Cincinnati wins, just for a moment. Okay. Because if they win, Miami's 3-1 and one, and Cincinnati's 2-2, two and two, obviously. And I think we all agree Miami could have lost either of their last two, just like we know Cincinnati, their, their first two losses, one came on the last play of overtime against the Steelers after the missed extra point. Like, it wouldn't be crazy for, my, for Cincinnati right now to be 2-1 and one and Miami totally. to be 2-1. and one. Brew, are you fully convinced? <laughs> no, 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 that if, if Cincinnati wins this game and they're 2-2 two and two with the tiebreaker now over Miami and Miami's a half game clear of them, are you fully convinced Miami's better than Cincinnati? I'm fully convinced Miami will make the playoffs. Real t- now, if, if Cincinnati beats them, mm-hmm. then obviously they're back in the hunt. Yeah. Right? They're, they're back no, in the no, no, no. In that division and, you can and change the your mind next no, week. I'm not, I, wasn't, I might be that I guy. You misunderstood <laughs> me. I, do do I think Miami's better? I, I, I'm saying, are you? Look, I'm not trying to pin you down on Cincinnati, make or miss the playoffs. What I'm saying is, right now, do I think we look better. at Miami as, are they the best team in the league? And Cincinnati, it's like, oh boy, they're hanging on for dear life. Are we 36 hours away from being able to make the argument? Cincinnati's a better football team yes, than Miami. Yes, 100%. That's the, that's the question I'm asking because I, I, I think right now Miami and Cincinnati, are, they're very different teams. But if I were power ranking the NFL, if I had like a tier segment, so to speak, Whoa. I would probably, if they were just my own, have them about the same. No I think they're about the. Yeah. I, I don't. No I think they're about the same quality brew. And I'm asking you if you. I agree think with right them. now you need to give Miami credit for what they've done. They beat two of the best teams no in the league. Three maybe. All right, Cincinnati, because they three, they righted they righted themselves <laughs> against not three. They righted themselves against the Jets. No, you're. I mean that's why we're all. I mean I get it what they did last year, but even last year they were only ten and seven. They That's caught awesome. lightning in a bottle at the right time. So I'm not, I'm not fully sold on Miami. I'll give you as sure. I think they'll make the playoffs, but I'm not ready to say they're a legitimate contender. contender. Sure. But I'm even less sold on Cincinnati. And just if they beat them, that, that's not going to make me think they're better than Miami. And I do think you have to give him credit for finding ways to win in, in different, unique With situations. With a rookie head coach right. and an unproven quarterback, right. 100%. Yeah, but, but the, it's, it's not high-percentage football that they're playing right now where you're, where you're watching going, okay, this is consistently uh, performing at, at a very high level. Right. It, it's, okay. it's harder to see it that way. Well, you gave a nice little tease before the tease. Oh, I did? You talked about your own power rankings, which nobody is really <laughs> interested nobody's in. Nobody's interested in it. But the, te- but the, the committee, right. a committee yeah. with My own tears? power rankings power ranking. to be a top, Dolphins, Bengals, oh, five, nobody's back. That's why you have a committee. We're you back with the tears. Yeah. Stay tuned. The best segment in all of sports is up in four minutes. Maybe 3.30, actually. <laughs> Attention everyone, late into the night, burning the midnight oil, the committee was gathered at Nick's house and a little bit of an outside, I heard there was, you had to put some chairs outside. Yeah, we were out on the same balcony Coach and I were It was heated in there. Oh, it was bad. (laughs) There was almost a resignation. I have never, listen, my vote counts for two. What? Well, there's eight of us, so we need. There's eight member committee. I thought there was twelve. No, well, we had again <laughs> COVID, and there's some things. So listen, there were some people didn't come back this year. There's eight of us. My vote counts for two. I was outvoted on two very important things in this, but the committee has proven 
to have the best, what some people call power ranking system in the NFL. It's our tiers. Let's start with the ones that don't even get a name, the bottom eight. Uh, listen, five of these teams were in must-win games last week, the committee told you, and they didn't win them. And then there's also Atlanta, the Patriots, and Washington, who just are not good football teams. What, there is one team on here that I actually think is a good team, but I was outvoted. Okay, now, two wins, don't care. That's the name of this category. All these teams are two and one. I don't care. They all are not any good. All of them have offenses that just make you want to rip your eyes out. Justin Fields has 23 completions on the year. The Cowboys are trying to make it work with Cooper Rush. The Giants are pretending Daniel Jones isn't Daniel Jones. And the Broncos are yet to crack the 17-point mark, so two wins don't care. Self-sabotage, next group. All of these teams should have two wins themselves, but they can't get out of their own way. Arizona insists on continuing to have Cliff Kingsbury as a coach. Carolina fumbles the opening kickoff in the next drive and misses kicks. Pittsburgh won't start the right quarterback. Detroit last week, Dan Campbell, I want to support you. The, blowing that game can't happen. And the Titans, we know the, I know Coach gets upset because Grable's his guy, but the Titans are not the number one seed they were last year. Okay, could get hot. Now we're to teams that are interesting. All four of these teams could make round two. All four of them could miss the playoffs. These teams, if they get rolling and if they get the right matchup, could be a disastrous round one matchup for one of the top seeds in the league. However, none of them have shown any level of consistency. In fact, they all only have one win where you can believe in them long term, but their upside is greater than any team beneath them. Can we believe? These are three absolutely tortured fan bases. The Jags have never had anything to cheer for. The Vikings have lost four Super Bowls, and the Browns were a punchline forever. But all of these teams, week in, week out, look like really good football teams. The Jags, of course, have the prince that was promised. The Vikings uh. have everything but the quarterback. And the Browns should be 3-0, and if not for a disastrous end-of-game situation against the Jets. And their quarterback's on his way back, well, in two months. All right, next group. Injuries or Odell? And by that, I mean this. All four of these teams are Super Bowl contenders if they get healthy or, in the case of the Green Bay Packers, if they sign Odell Beckham Jr. They, I feel like they are a they are a wide receiver okay. weapon away in Green Bay and Los Angeles to a different extent. And there's listen, Kenny Galladay might be available, but we know Odell's available. Tampa and Baltimore, they just need to get healthy, and they're right there at the top tiers. Okay, penalty box. These are the two best teams in football, but they must be penalized. <laughs> They two unacceptable <laughs> losses. And so now they just have to sit next to each other. They don't like each other. No. They don't like being around each other. They both feel like they're better than the other one, but they both lost games they had no business losing. The Chiefs losing in the fashion they did. Chris Jones getting an unsportsmanlike conduct. They're missing kicks, doing fake kicks. And the Bills out, uh, out gaining the Dolphins by 250 yards, losing the game. Unacceptable. All right, usually this next group is number one contender. This week it is number one seed contender. Wow. The Philadelphia Eagles, if you look at their Ooh. schedule, have 11 games remaining against teams that are either off the tiers or in the bottom two rows. Hmm. It is hard to see how they don't get to 13 wins. I do not believe, and the committee does not believe they can win the Super Bowl. The committee does believe they're going to be the number one seed in the NFC and have a bye. And then we know favorites go at number one. Favorites until Friday, the Miami Dolphins. Ah! When they lose on Thursday night, they will no longer be the favorites. However, when you beat Baltimore Brew and when you beat the 
Buffalo Bills the way you did. You deserve to have, you know, a ceremony much like the Bills did. Okay. They were the September okay. champs briefly. Oh, I guess Miami's also that. They stood, they're, they're the September champs because you beat the champs, you get the yeah. title. And now, so there it is. So there's the committee tiers for week four in the NFL group. All right, look, I, I'm going to erase some of the names. But outside of that, Nick, I got to give the committee credit. Not you, because I know you I, I know you wanted Kansas City still to be number one. Oh. But I'm going to – I have not seen this in my year plus on the show, a, a tears this unbiased. Oh. So Always credit unbiased. to the committee. Really? The fact that you got Miami and Philadelphia up there? Okay, but here's the problem. It's not perfect. Come on, man. The Cowboys – Two They're wins don't care. They should be on, I'm not going to go overboard. They should be on the fifth tier. Can we believe? Huh. Question mark. I get it. But can we believe? And let me give you a fun fact about Cooper Rush. You know, I'm about the facts. Yeah. Oh Cooper God. Rush, not only 3-0 and in his career, but he has three game-winning drives in those three wins. And here, Nick. Listen to this stat, and I'm not going Jerry Jones on guys. I, I'm just got to throw it out, though. A little bit. Doing a little Dak, bit, Jerry Jones. guess how many game-winning drives Dak has oh. in his last 39 games? Three. Three, Three. yes. Oh, I, I, I'm oh, just man. saying. I'm just saying. So, two guys that you despise, let's give them credit. Let's give Cooper Rush some credit for winning. And let's give Mike McCarthy a little credit. Everybody's talking about Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn. Coaches with me. You yeah. got to give the head coach some credit. Coach, sure. But really, you know the what? head coach, we, he, is, he had to set the tone. We don't sure. give up when Dak's out. Two big, you like this, two big fourth quarter call, fourth down calls. Yeah, I do. In the last two games. Gutsy, yep. they work. Sure. And his team won. So I, I got to give Cooper I, Rush and Mike McCarthy. I don't even want to respond to the Cowboys thing just because we give the Cowboys enough. We already gave them enough talk on the show. I'm just glad that Brew, whether he recognized or not, has folded his hand on the Broncos. I mean, the fact that no, of no. all the teams that he could pick <laughs> on that same tier where the Broncos two wins don't care, and Brew's They're like, no, obvious. Nick's right on him. They're Nick's obvious. Right. All right, go ahead, Coach. Well, when I look at it, I, I just wonder how much time the committee spends on, on ranking the teams, how much they spend on finding new names and new ways to put <laughs> Kansas City up to the top. Oh, Kansas City was not at the top. Oh, if you want to make fun of Nick, that is totally on board. Do not go after the committee as a whole. They're not, here <laughs> they're not even here. I would be happy to meet with the committee at any point wow. Wow. and just <laughs> as an unbiased observer evaluate the process because uh -huh. obviously it's flawed. Yeah. I, I, look at a team, <laughs> I look at a team like the Raiders and, and to me, wow. they could easily be in any one of those what's it could get hot or yeah. take your pick of, of two or three up from, wow. from where Can they are. Self-sabotage. They, 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 they have an explosive offense, which is going to continue to get better. Derek Hart, typically with a new offensive coordinator, struggles early on. But the, the, there's, there's so many good things that they have and potentially can continue to have with more time in this system. And, and there's been some self-sabotaging. They should have never lost to the, to the Cardinals. And that was, that was ridiculous. I, I understand that. Defensively, they're going to have to generate more sacks. They're going to have to generate more takeaways. And they're probably going to have to pressure more than they do now. They're at about 12%. But I think once Josh gets that worked out, they're going to push, they're going to push in a way that's going to make you Okay. Very uncomfortable. And when Devontae Adams gets back from the sabbatical. <laughs> but, it does. Right, but here's the thing. In all seriousness, Coach, do you remember I said there was one That's team the at the bottom team. that I greatly disagreed I was outvoted on? That's the Raiders. Wow. I think the so Raiders. Committee. I think the Raiders. Yeah. I agree with you, Coach. Bring me in I the think the Raiders. <laughs> Let me evaluate the committee. Come Halloween, 
are going to be entrenched right in the meaty middle of the. So juice. you give them a Good. shot. Absolutely, I don't think they're. Wow. Dead. I don't think they also no like dress up in costumes. Only yeah. six teams <laughs> in NFL history. Yeah. 0 and three made the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. You. yeah. Facts about you weren't even proud of that. Walking in a in a 17 in a 17 game season. Well, it's well, 17 no, no, game and an extra playoff team. In a right, and an extra playoff team. So those yeah, all right. those numbers are gonna be that's a little wild. My hey, wait, you probably a member of the committee based on facts <laughs> like that. Go ahead. If you were, that would hurt my feelings. If you were on the committee and I wasn't. Yeah. I won't tell you. Okay. Uh, my petition is to move the Broncos up. Broussard didn't want to do it. I will talk about the Broncos. Oh wow. First reason is a Belichickian start. A wise man who was seated across from me, Coach Mangini, said you start the season uh, trying to be who you want to be, but then you find out who you need to be. Did I get it right? No. Not only is it a football advice, that's life advice. I came on this show wanting to deliver cogent analysis. (laughs) And then Nick said, nope, you're just the handsome court jester. You know what I said? (laughs) Whatever it takes to win. <laughs> That's what I wanted to be. Find out who I need to be. <laughs> Reason number two <laughs> stout defense. I know you're thinking, ah, oh, who do we need to be? Who do we want to be? They know they've got a stout defense. If we can show dusty stats, points per game, second, yards per game, third, mm. passing wow. yards. Third. So all of a sudden, as Russ starts to get cooking, and he oh, will marinate a little bit, the defense can take care of it. And finally, Reason number three, just the straight up scoreboard. They're two and one. They're going to play the uh, winless Raiders. All of a sudden, they're three and one. And if the Kansas City Chiefs, who might steal a home game away from the Bucks if they have to play in Minnesota. Maybe we'll make up for the Super Bowl we had to play on the Regardless. <laughs> but if Kansas City loses to the GOAT, guess who's in first place all of a sudden? Wow. Well, it's Mr. Unlimited. It's dangerous. Let's ride the Broncos all the way up to could get hot on the tiers. Okay, no. Wild, we won't do that. that was excellent. Listen, I'm not just going to defense. The handsome court. That was that, coach. Yeah, handsome court. Yes. Right. The Broncos defense is legit. And they have one of the best home field advantages in all of sports. However, do you remember when I was telling you before the year, we were talking the Patriots, I think. Do you remember the proprietary algorithm about coach, quarterback, brain power? Yeah. And it was like Brady, Belichick was like a 99, yes. Brady McDaniels 96, and we were talking about Mac Jones. He took Joe a shot Judge. at Joe Judge, yeah. I, we haven't, <laughs> listen, I haven't crunched the full numbers yet, but I can do it by tomorrow. <laughs> the Nat Hackett current version Russ Wilson dynamic yeah. might be our first one in the negative. <laughs> it might be off, it might be off the Richter, and because of that, the Broncos are exactly where they deserve to be. They haven't cracked 17 points yet. Russ has had one quality drive entire season. He's been the worst quarterback in the red zone in the league. Their defense can't overcome that. Sorry. Hey, we're talking about America's team and Mac Jones healed ligaments. Wait till you hear this sound from Coach Belichick. You're going to love it, bro. We discuss next. All right. Waiting with bated breath. Nick reports out of Foxborough is that the Patriots are taking Mac Jones' injury day by day. <laughs> but there is a chance Mac Jones plays? No, there's no. Snowball's chance. No. Everyone, no. But, hey, day by day. We're not making any judgments uh-huh. on this show, certainly. <laughs> day by day. Uh-huh. But if Hoyer does play against the Packers, yeah. there's a chance that the offense will look very different. Joe Judd said it's going to look kind of the same. Yeah, no, it should be but better. But you have a theory it that should it be better. Be better. No, the team should be better. How? Be- because the Patriots do not have enough talent on offense 
to be this high-flying, sling-it-around-the-field team that Mac Jones was trying to be. And I think that Judge and Patricia were letting him be, that Josh McDaniels had the wherewithal to not let him be last year. The Patriots' edge is Bill Belichick, and even if I'm not overwhelmed by the personnel on defense, they are going to schematically be sound defensively. They're going to be the best with clock management, time score situation, any team in football. Facts. So if they're not turning the ball over, they should be able to compete against you know, anyone other than the best teams in the league, which is what they did last year. Now with Hoyer, there's going to be no illusions that, hey, let's try to go punch for punch with Lamar Jackson. No, it's going to be dink and dunk, and every drive that ends in a kick is good. And what you're not going to have is drives ending and Mac Jones yelling at people and getting upset like we saw last week. So I don't think Hoyer is better than Mac Jones, but I think that, they will be more realistic about what they can be with Brian Hoyer than they had been with Mac Jones. And, I mean, Coach, we talked about it. There were a couple of these Mac Jones plays last week that were just mistakes you never see Patriot teams make. Yeah, the, to have four turnovers in, in one half is so uncharacteristic of, of the Patriots. And with Mac Jones, the, the, it feels like he's, he was pressing and, he, and he's trying to, to make plays, and that's not really who he is. And, and I'm going to show you a, a play down – by the end zone, at the time, it's, it's third and ten. They're down by five points. There's 9.39 left in, in the fourth quarter. And it's one of those decisions where if, if they don't get the pick and they kick the field goal, everything changes dramatically. But he's going to go ahead and take a chance and throw it up. And, and it ends up turning out, turning out poorly. And, and there is something to be said, just like we talk about not taking sacks, not taking those chances and, and understanding who you are and, and, and the situation in the game. So if, if we can bring up the, the, the play... You'll like this, uh, Wilds, because it's, it's not too, too bad for him. But there's five guys in protection. So if either one of these guys outside for the Ravens come, he's got to throw the ball hot. And they're going to throw a flat seven. Obviously, the guy from, the, from the, his right is coming clean. But look, there's, there's pressure on Devontae Parker right now that stays into the end zone. That really should be a great. penalty. But what Mac Jones does is he decides to throw it off his back foot doesn't really see the contact that's happening at the eight-yard line, knowing that he's not going to be able to get to that break point. And, and that's what, what, what the end result is. At that point, when, when you look out there, you know that you're about to get hit, and he starts moving to his left. And when he does start moving to his left, he puts Trent Brown in a bad situation too, and that, that creates some pressure. But see, see how he's engaged right there, and he stays engaged? There's no, there's no opportunity to get the seven. Just throw the ball away. But instead, he, he tries to just throw it up, and, and it, it's three points. And, Off and, the board. And really, a difference in the mentality for the, for the rest of the game. I thought it was a great throw. <laughs> <laughs> well, well the, 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 the frustrating thing is this is twice now in two different games where a penalty could have easily been called. Thank you. And maybe, right. if, maybe if Tom was there, that penalty might have been called. Oh. That's you don't fair. say. Well, I'm just you saying. You don't say Tom got some, oh, that ball went incomplete. Let's drop a flag. I, I, uh, do, I do think there is an element of the benefit of the doubt for, for some quarterbacks who have, who have experienced success over the long term as opposed to a guy in his second sure. year. But this is two situations where Mac Jones, you know, it could have gone either way. But just him knowing that he's got pressure, knowing that he's got the seven, but the guy's getting jammed up and he's not going to get to where he needs to get to. Just eat it. Get Did rid of it. you buy what I said at all, bro? No, kick, kick not the at field all. goal. I didn't buy They're not going to be better without with Brian Hoyer. Hoyer. He's right. 16 and 23. 
as a starter. Oh, he he'll be 37. He'll be 37 in October. And look, Mac Jones was throwing about the same amount of passes as he did last yeah, year. Just they were just throwing more downfield. But that at least opened up the box and allowed their running game to, to do well. Now, I think with the threat that Hoyer's not going to do it, though they're not going to they're going to be more focused on the running game, the defenses, and Harris and Stevenson are not going to even run as well as they have. I think we're going to run all over them. Upset alert. Get oh, ready. Stop. Get ready. Oh, oh I gave stop. up 180 yards like to the Bears. It. 126 to the Vikings, I'm telling you. Hey, who's Tyrese's latest trash talk target? You know who it is? Eli Apple. Bro, it's a tease. You're not allowed to. <laughs> you looked at me like you wanted. I was like, you say next year. <laughs> Time for drawing a blank. Four minutes left in the show. We're going to do two topics. First one, Tyreek Hill calls out Eli Apple. Take a listen. Why we play on primetime that week? <laughs> I didn't even know that. Amazon Prime. Are we play on Amazon Prime? Thursday. Oh, that's going to be lit right there. I didn't even know that for real. So, but, yeah, we're looking forward to the, Who we play? Bengals. We're looking forward to the challenge. It's going to be fun, you know. And I can't wait to go against Eli Apple, man. I owe you, boy. I owe you. I'm here. The cheetah is here. That's it. Intel. That was, that was actually pretty tame. <laughs> By Tyreek's standards so far this year. And I almost feel like Tyreek was almost like, oh, man, like, you know, the people are here. I have to put on the show. I don't think he really – I'm sure he was upset because Eli Apple in the AFC Championship right. game, they won, talked a lot of trash. Sure. But I don't think he – he clearly didn't have this game circled on his calendar. No, he didn't even know. He, he didn't even know. <laughs> didn't know. But then they told him who it was, and he was like, all right, hold on. Everybody's waiting for me to say something. I got these sunglasses on. I got to perform, so that's fine. I got no problem with what he said. And a lot of people seem not to like Eli Apple from dating back to when he was drafted. He's been at a guy that a lot of people have kind of gone after, so it's not surprising. I'm expecting big things from Tyreek. Oh, and okay. that'll lead to a Miami victory. Can oh. I go the other way on it and play the Tua sound? Oh, I think? thought this was such a bad idea from Tua. Take a listen. Um, you know, if Tyreek is matched up with him and, and we call a play for Tyreek and it's one-on-one, I'm, I'm giving Tyreek a shot. Just know that he is getting the ball. Why is that a bad idea? I just feel like that's unwise. Why? Just to, just to announce what well, you're doing. If it's one-on-one Tyreek on Eli Apple, it's, it's announced. Yeah, but I would fake it. They're calling out to Eli Apple big time. Yeah. What, maybe All right. Eli's got some pride. So he's going to want the one-on-one matchup. All right. And he'll get burned. Hold on. Can we get to the main event? I don't know why we wait an hour and the main event. The it's the last topic it's, of the show. Yeah, it's we're actually ending. It's like 30, 30 seconds. We're ending. We oh, Wilds, what's this about? <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, oh, what's what's offensive music? player. Though, I don't know what the music it's is. It's the Prince That Was Promised music, buddy. <laughs> That's royal. <laughs> offensive player of the week. The league's gotten it right two of the three weeks, by the way. Week one, you know what? All three weeks, I'll give it to him. Week one, they gave it to Patrick Mahomes, best player in the league. Week three, they gave it to Trevor Lawrence, a guy who one day will be the best player in the league once Patrick Mahomes hands him that crown. Really? Yeah, right now, yeah, wow. Patrick Mahomes is the king. He's looking and good. And Trevor Lawrence is the best prince that was promised. Stop saying the prince that was Oh, wild, wild. What more evidence do you need? The winning record, him to have the exact same career arc as Peyton Manning, as I told you he would, up to and including nine straight road losses, and then your first Nine straight win, road losses? Just like Peyton plus. Manning, and then your first road win comes in week three of your second year against the Chargers. Who else did that? Uh, Peyton Manning. Bro, 
Don't let Wilds pollute you because you believe in Trevor Lawrence almost as much as I believe in Trevor no, Lawrence. I, I, look, I do like Trevor Lawrence. I'm with you, Nick. <laughs> I've said, I was with you that he's better than Mac Jones. I'm sorry, Wilds. He's better than all. He just is. And it's looking good. I'm not ready to give them the division yet. You, you went on a limb. That was a good call. But they are looking good. Right. They beat some good teams, too. Yeah. Nice. I'm never going to call him the prince that was promised. However, I did have a list of 30-some-odd players of the week for the last three years. Yeah. Everybody's really good. <laughs> Minus Mike White, 2021 Week 8. Minus Mike White, everyone is good. Now, does that necessarily mean he's the prince who was promised? But it feels like you know, the stats so listen, it up. You know what the, old, the bad debate? Is Trevor Lawrence the best quarterback from this draft class? We all know the answer to that. The better debate is, is Trevor Lawrence the best quarterback from the last three draft classes, which includes Herbert and Tua Horrible take. and Burrow? It's so bad, we're going to end Too the show early. early. Can we end Too the show? Early early. Well, you don't want to be late. Immediately get to speed. You don't want to be late. Immediately get to speed. Oh, you don't <laughs> think he right might early. end up being better than Herbert? No, no I don't. Oh, no okay. one does. Okay. Maybe That's an fine. injured Justin Herbert. That's fine.